Do you know that comparison is not a bad thing? Do you know that comparison is actually natural and beneficial and you do it daily without even really thinking about it? Well, it's true. And this episode is designed to give you the truth about comparison and dive deep into who you are comparing yourself to and what you're comparing. And let me tell you, I'm not leaving you hanging. I've got practical strategies you can implement right now to help you combat the comparison before you start to fall into and get stuck in the trap. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl-next-door, healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. I'm going to let you know from the jump that this episode right here is the first of a three-part series. I contemplated putting everything in one, but honestly, I absolutely love these 20-minute episodes and I've heard from my listeners and they actually prefer it and they say it's perfect for a 20-minute walk or a commute too. So please make sure to stay tuned for the two following episodes after this one. I just couldn't fit it all in and I kept cutting too much out and I want to allow the Lord to speak more quality and more of his truth into your life so that it's him you're hearing as you're listening to this podcast, not just me. Seriously though, my deep desire is that you listen to these episodes and that they teach and encourage and guide you. But when the struggle comes, when the challenge comes, my real prayer is that you stand on God's word, on his truth, on his promises, and that you quote him, not whatever I said about my life. So I need to break this one down into three weeks, and I'm actually pretty pumped about it. So it's time to talk about comparison. And comparison in the sense of the trap that we end up in so many times in our minds and in our lives. And I know it's time to talk about it because I've been going through it. I've had to tell Satan to shut up. I've had to unfollow some people. I've had to put my head down and dig deeper into God's word and find more confidence in what God has called me to do. And I've had to do it recently, like I'm still working through some of this. So over the next three episodes, I'm going to break down comparison into the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how. Yep, I'm hitting all areas. And I have to split these up because as I was praying about what to cover, it was clear that it was this direction God had planned. So you're going to have to just stick with me. All right, let's get into today. I'm starting off today with the who and the what of comparison. So let's go. Well, actually, to start off, Let me just get clear on what the definition of comparison is. Comparison is obviously the act of comparing, which Merriam-Webster defines in one way as to examine the character or qualities of, especially in order to discover resemblances or differences. That's it. Comparison is just examining characters or qualities of something or someone in order to discover resemblances or differences. Well, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I would say comparison is actually a necessary and good thing if that's the case, right? Honestly, I think this is so important to know. Oh my goodness, we compare things all the time. And I can say with pretty close to 100% certainty that when you go to the grocery store, you hit the produce section, you get to comparing, right? Like there's no way I'm putting the first five apples I pick up off the pile into my bag. At least one of them is going back, right? 
Maybe a better example is pears, because if I'm going to the store picking out some pears, the pears I would choose are not the same pears as someone else would choose. I would pick up and choose the firm, probably not even close to ripe, pretty much the you should just eat an apple if you like your pears that crunchy type of pear. That's me. But someone else, they purposely choose the pears that are already soft, even already have some scuff marks on them, the ones that are going to make your hands so disgustingly sticky and saliva running out of your mouth so you have to make that like slurping sound. Gross. So gross. Okay, personal preference, I guess, but that actually perfectly makes my point. Comparison is not a bad thing, it's just comparing. It's just pointing out similarities and differences. It's just data. I mean, I may not choose the mushy pears, but to some people, that's the top priority and first choice. Okay, enough about fruit. So where do we go so wrong? Like, where do we get it twisted? Where do we get into this trap, this comparison trap? Well, I think it's when comparison leads to envy. It's when comparison leads to jealousy. It's when comparison leads to insecurity. It's when comparison has taken over in such a way that all you see is the differences and not the resemblances. Or all you focus on is the other person or thing and not at all where you are at. So let's just get right into today's focus points, which is the who and the what of this comparison trap. Which leads to the negativity, the overwhelm, the insecurity, just all the things. So first, who? Who are you comparing yourself to? Now, if you're having trouble with this question or thinking of it, maybe a better question is, who do you see most often? Who do you follow? Who influences you? Because to be really real, whether you know them in person or not, the people you see most often in your life, whether on social media or on your job or at church or on TV even, those are the people you will compare yourself to the most because those are the people in your life. I'm going to take some time to focus on three different people I have found myself comparing myself to, and I want to share that with you. So first, myself. I compare myself to myself. Now, we often look at this as such a positive thing, right? Like, I am my own competition. I'm just being better than me yesterday. As long as I'm improving, then it's all good. I only compare myself to me. Well, I totally understand that concept, and I do think it's useful. You can actually jump back to the previous episode of this show where I talked all about the three little known essentials of checking in. So yes, I agree that comparing yourself to yourself is important, but... When your check-in goes beyond that to comparison and that comparison leads you down to the comparison trap, then I think it's gone too far and it becomes a negative. Have you ever said, oh, I just want to get back to the weight I was last year? Or, oh, I used to be so, insert your thing right here. See, that's where I start to struggle with the comparing to yourself and wanting to be better than you were the day before because although that's a great goal and forward progress is a positive thing in life, we often get stuck comparing ourselves to ourselves in previous days or months or years in such a way that we kind of dislike where we are now, which in turn means we dismiss where God has us right now. Man, I used to have it all together. I just want that girl back. Really? 
because there's a possibility that um, that girl wasn't totally happy with where she was in that season either. There's a chance that that girl was overworked, exhausted, comparing herself to others in ways you haven't even had to deal with or think about in years, and just burnt out. But it all looked great on the outside, right? And because growth is an always thing and growth takes effort, we sometimes forget the effort we had put in in the past. Oh my goodness, there are times that I put on a swimsuit, like recently, and look in the mirror and think, okay, Kayla, I know you released yourself from the pressure, from the title, from the identity of Kayla Fit, but um, this right here has gone a little too far. Remember when you had six-pack abs? Remember when you wore that little fitted black dress that looked so cute with your white Converse shoes? That would be amazing this summer. And no joke, these are real thoughts that I have, like, still. But then I also can think, oh my goodness, I also remember the hours of work you were putting in in that gym. Remember how tired you were, how as much as you loved reaching that goal, you didn't have the time for much of anything else? Remember how you actually put so much time and effort into your body and your nutrition? Am I willing to do that now? And not even am I willing, because being willing would mean I would do it. Like, now my answer is just straight up no. I have built a lifestyle and one I can maintain. I love going for walks. I love fueling my body with great nutritionally dense food and some Canadian all-dress flavored chips. I love going to Chick-fil-A with my niece and nephew and calling a walk and talk with a friend in an hour of freezeball tag and shooting hoops. I love calling that my exercise for the day. I love spending my morning time with God not waking up with the pressure of heading straight to the gym. I'm sharing all this to further my point that comparison is simply data. It's not a reason to feel insecure or to force yourself to change. And know that comparing yourself to yourself can be a positive thing as long as you maintain it in a positive and not a disliking or dismissive mindset for where you are right now. Because where you are right now is where God has you right now. So if you want to make some changes, just get to making changes, forward changes, not trying to earn back something from the past. Now, I want to jump actually right into the second who on my list. And let me just tell you, the second who that I compare myself to, it's her. No, really, it's just her. Whoever the her is for that day, for that reason, for that area of my life, it's just her. Like, she doesn't even have to have a name. It's just her. Because whoever I'm filling my life up with, that is who I will compare to. Do you ever wonder why whenever you start a new venture in life, whether it's as an entrepreneur or like as a yoga teacher, as a mom, as someone working on your relationship with God or your health, do you ever wonder why all of a sudden it seems like everyone is doing the same thing? Like, what's the point in me pursuing this if everyone is already doing it? That right there can put you into that comparison trap. But the truth is, we're just hypersensitive and hyper aware of what we have going on in our lives. Oh my goodness, when I bought my car, yes, the 2005 white Toyota Highlander, and I drove that bad boy off the lot in Huntsville, Alabama when it had only six miles on it, I swear, like, I saw 10 white Toyota Highlanders on the road every day after that. Like, what the heck? How did everyone now have the same car as me? You know? And let's not even get started on the conversation of how our phones and computers listen to us and then throw out ads for exactly what we've been thinking, which contributes even more to this. Look, lately I've stepped into this almost like quicksand of comparison just by looking at her too much. Look how she's running her business. Maybe I should try that. 
Oh, she has such a cute husband and new baby. I wish that were me right now. Wow, look at her new car. Maybe I need a new car. Oh my goodness, her house is so gorgeous. Man, I've been working so hard. I feel like I could never have that. She has it all together. I am such a mess right now. She has so much going on, so much energy, so much personality. I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels and I'll never get to where she is, so maybe I should just quit. Wait, stop. You have taken the comparison too far. You're about to be drowning in this quicksand. You're comparing yourself to her, but you're comparing in only a way of wanting, desiring, envying, and coveting what she has. Remember, comparing is simply noticing similarities and differences. So this is where it's important to recognize, hey, comparison does not mean noticing positives and negatives. It means noticing similarities and differences. Don't you dare mistake differences for negatives or shortcomings in your life. And I'll say that again for the people in the back. Differences does not mean negatives or shortcomings. And I'm going to leave that point right there for you to ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine your thoughts on your own because I need to get to the third who when it comes to comparing, and that is God. That is Jesus. Yes, you should be comparing yourself to Jesus. You should be examining and discovering and noticing similarities and differences between you and Jesus. I mean, that's the goal, right? The goal is to be more like Jesus. The goal is to inhabit the characteristics of God, the fruit of the Spirit, to live in a way pleasing to Him and a way that others will know Him through you, right? So I encourage you right here, compare yourself to Jesus, like on the daily. Examine the similarities and differences daily. And here's the best part, where you find differences, ask the Holy Spirit to help you be more like Him. Because with Jesus, I'm not buying into a program. I'm not buying into a system that will get me famous in the eyes of the world. No. With Jesus, I'm actually not buying anything. He paid for me. He paid in full for me. And now I get to follow him. And by follow him, that's not just a physical drop your nets and follow Jesus, but follow his actions, his characteristics, his personality. The little kid part of me thinks of it like playing follow the leader. You're not just supposed to walk behind the leader wherever they go, but you're supposed to follow what they do and how they act. The leader waves their arms and hops on one foot. That's what you're supposed to do. Jesus acts with patience and love, kindness and mercy. You get the idea, right? But seriously, why is it so hard for us to realize sometimes that the people we follow on social media, you know, the ones with a million followers, the ones we watch on TV, the ones we read their books, whoever we see most often in our lives, whoever we hear most often in our lives, that right there is who we are comparing ourselves to. So the real question is, who do you see most often in your life? And the real way to combat the who of comparison is to choose who you allow into your mind the most. If I only see and listen to her... (laughs) then I will constantly compare myself to her. If all I do is look back at myself and think about myself, especially in who I used to be, then I will constantly compare myself to who I used to be. But if I fill my days with Jesus, if I fill my days, my ways, my thoughts with him, then I will constantly compare myself to him. And that right there, like that's the goal. Because then when I look at how she's running her business, I also know that Proverbs 69 says, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. And I also celebrate with her 
that I can learn from her as I confidently walk in the Lord's path for me. Then when I see her family picture and say, oh, she has such a cute husband and a new baby. I can now remember that in Genesis chapter 21, the Lord kept his word and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at just the time God had said it would. Ooh, that part right there. At just the time God had said it would. Yes. Oh, the car? Oh, well, Philippians 4.19 says that, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. And I do not need a new car right now. I have not paid a car note in 10 plus years, and God has supplied all my needs. You see, when you get to comparing yourself to Jesus, when you put him at the top of your spending time with list, then he's the voice you hear the loudest, not your own and not hers, but his, his truth, his promises. And that right there is the only way to effectively combat the trap that you end up in when it comes to who you compare yourself with. Now, I need to get to the what. What is it that you find yourself comparing? Seriously, what is it? And you're going to need to get really honest with yourself because you definitely have a clear what. Sometimes what is something you've been praying for or about? It's something you've been trusting God for, but he hasn't, um, well, according to your own thoughts, he hasn't come through yet, right? Like I think about Judas in the Bible. He's the disciple who sold Jesus out to the Philistines, right? He's the one who betrayed Jesus, who kissed him on the cheek to let the enemy know which one Jesus was, which in itself is something amazing to think about that Jesus just fit right into society so much that Judas had to kiss him so that the Philistines would know which one to go after. Anyway, Judas sold Jesus out for what, 30 pieces of silver? It's like he was stuck in this comparison trap with what the world looked like and what he could buy or what he could do with these 30 pieces of silver. How he thought it would change his life, maybe give him a new level or status. I mean, I don't know. But what I do know is just recently I was having a discussion with some Christian women about something similar to this. And we got to discussing the how come she's receiving the blessings and I'm not. And that right there is not a horrible thought to have. It's a thought. It's real. It's honest. And it's how you feel sometimes. And it's better to admit and be open about these thoughts and feelings than to sweep them under the rug until they are overflowing. Like, let's deal with it right now. This is part of the what you're comparing to, right? Well, it is. (laughs) Because as we had that discussion, the Holy Spirit was helping me understand two different scenarios. One being when we see other believers receive God's blessings. And that right there is an opportunity to not be jealous, but to use as real life evidence of who God is. Truthfully, I know it's hard, but sometimes the what of our comparison, the thing we are comparing is actually God allowing us to see and still know who he is and still trust him. Here's the scenario in my life that came to the surface at that time, less than a year after my dad passed away. I had a very close friend who was there for me through all of my dad's journey with cancer and beyond. And this friend's husband was also going through a cancer journey. Well, there came a day that she called. And that phone call was to declare that he was cancer-free. That phone call was to share with me what God had done. And that phone call led to tears of joy and praising God together. And for literally days, I rode that high of God's healing touch on her husband. Like it was this incredible feeling. Now, did Satan try to hit me with comparison? Oh yeah, he tried. 
Like, how come God healed her husband, but not my dad? But you know what? That thought came and went so fast because above all, I had just witnessed God as a healer, like for real, close to me. So the bottom line as believers, and often one of the biggest challenges, is to be able to rejoice and not compare. To recognize God in all things, not try to point out what you think he didn't do for you. Remember, he is God. He is sovereign. He is love. He is grace. He is mercy. And instead of comparing what God has done, we combat this comparison trap by rejoicing and recognizing who he is. And the fact that you have been now able to experience, even through another person, this characteristic of God in real life. But now let me address the other side of this conversation, the, well, how the heck is she so blessed? She's not even a believer. Now, the question I've definitely posed before, but this time, oh my goodness, I saw it in such a new light. And here's the truth God showed in that statement. What is the value that I place on salvation? Like, what is the value I place on eternal life? And this is a serious question because... To look at an unbeliever who, let's say, has millions of dollars, a beautiful family, growing business, and just all the things, do I see their things as more valuable than my salvation? Oh, like, that's it right there, right? Like, in that very moment of asking those questions, my mindset began to shift. I had to begin to examine myself and check what is most valuable to me. Yes, I want to be a wife and a mother, but do you know what I already have that is worth more than that? eternal life. It's not always going to be easy. I know that. I live that. I get it. But that realization right there has made me think for the past couple months of what I value and what I put on this like scale or hierarchy of value in my life, especially when I'm comparing things in my life to things in other people's lives. And with that, Is my relationship with God and the fact that I have been saved and redeemed and will spend eternity as a joint heir with Christ, is the value of that beyond anything I desire here on earth? So look, I get it because I'm living it. I have struggled and some days currently still struggle with everything I've just shared with you today. God is working in me as I submit to his will too. But it's not always easy. But what I am doing is what I can do to combat this comparison trap I've been falling, tripping, sometimes even purposely stepping into. I've gone through my social media and unfollowed some accounts that I used to spend hours, I'll say it, idolizing and comparing myself to. I've given myself grace and love for exactly where I am now and who I am now, knowing God has a purpose and a plan and knowing that I'm never wanting to get back to how I was but I can always improve and move forward into God's best for me right now. And I'm focusing on filling up with God and his word and his truth with his characteristics and his grace because comparing myself to Jesus as in finding similarities and differences, that's the kind of growth I'm down for. So don't forget to join me for the next two episodes as I dive deep into the when, the where, the why, and the how of comparison. But I'll leave you with this challenge to try for today. What are the top three things you find yourself comparing to others, like in the envious comparison trap type of way? And I'm challenging you right now to invite God into those specific areas of your life and ask him for his word, his truth, his promise, and his guidance specifically for you. Because let's be honest, nobody else has the answers for you. Cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. For real, he cares for you. 
And what he has for you is for you. So I pray that from now on, when Satan comes in to throw comparison in your face, that you will straight up tell him to get out and speak with the authority you have as a believer. And I pray that you will witness, receive, and rejoice in God's goodness, no matter who is the recipient of it. Because the God you serve, he's in it for the long haul. He's not running out of blessings. He's not leaving you behind. You are a joint heir with Christ for eternity. And just think about the value of that. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.